right, my talkers. Happy Friday. We made it. Short week for most of us here. We are hanging out with Lori and... Brittany Witch. Bring us into the weekend, guys. What's going on today? Holy buckets, it's Friday. It's Friday. And it was a short week, too. But it felt long. It It did, but it did. It did have that effect. It did. Very long. Because we hadn't worked for a while. It was that... Well, oh, but it's good course. to be here on a Friday, and we're going to go home this weekend, and we'll be back on Monday. Yes, we will. Yeah. Julia will be back. we got to get that mic over there. I can't hear you, Lori. Oh, you can't? Now I can. Okay, it's because, yeah, we were, uh, we're... We're fiddling with our cameras for our upcoming Golden Bachelor... Well, I'm excited to hear your ...discussion thoughts. and everything. So we're going to wait till 3.15, and we are going to take calls, um, but we'll probably take calls, like, after we... Get everything out that we have to get out. So probably like at three forty, we'll start three forty one. Yeah. So we'll start taking phone calls. But you know, it's the first full weekend in January. People are putting away stuff. Talked to my mom yesterday. She's shredding. She said, "I love to shred the first week of January. All of her documents." So people are just going to be like maybe staying close to home, going to movie theaters. So. Wanted to give a couple shout out for some things that are on TV that are good, that are new, that are buzzy, and people are watching. Okay. Interesting. Uh, this one is sitting at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and um, it dropped on Netflix yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's called Society of the Snow. And okay. it's. Maybe one of the best Netflix movies we've had in a while. So, but this is the story about the infamous and real plane crash that happened in the Andes in 1972 when this Uruguayan, Uruguayan Air Force flight crashed in the snowy mountains and the survivors had to do the unthinkable in order to survive. This has been a book. Yeah. It has been a mini series. This was alive, right? Alive. Yeah. Yes. This is they filmed it at the same site, the same crash site. And like I said, it's riding high at ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dang. So if you were looking for um a real life movie to see, this is getting Great reviews and people are gripped. And of course, younger people who don't have any idea about Alive or about this thing, it is an unbelievable true story. Yeah, it is. So it's called Society of the Snow, and that's on Netflix. Society yeah. No. Speaking of ice and snow, sorry to interrupt. Mm. Can we give up? We've got some wild tickets. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Can we get those away now? Let's start this Friday off with some fun here, huh? All right. What number caller? Let's take let's take five this time. We've been doing seven all week, but I want caller five six five one six four one one zero seven one, and I've got a pair of wild tickets for you guys to go this Monday. Dallas Stars versus the uh, Wild. So at Excellent. the XL Energy Center, give us a call. All right. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. So, and then the other, um, this is a TV series that um, uh, just dropped and it's called The Brother's Son. And it's Gwyneth Paltrow's husband, Brad Felchuk, who's always produced with Ryan Murphy. They did Glee together. Oh, yeah. All the American Horror Stories. This is his first solo producing thing and it's a they call it an enchanting action dramedy and it's called the brother's son and michelle yo is in it the brother's son the brother's son and it's s-u-n and it's um 
it's an eight episode series. It opens in this luxurious penthouse in the glittering city of Taipei. And the oldest son brother is spending the evening watching the great British baking show and perfecting his latest dessert recipe. And before the timer on his cake buzzes, he's attacked by assassins. Dang. It's a gangster thing. Michelle Yeoh is in it. I guess she's cutthroat. It is supposed to be electrifying. It's getting kind of also universal rave reviews, but that's a new series that just dropped in. There was a red carpet last night. And and you mentioned that one's also Netflix. That's also ne- wow. Netflix. And it's an eight-episode series. And uh, Michelle Yeoh is cutthroat and commanding in this enchanting action dramedy. And Michelle Yeoh, of course, people know, um, well, we first met her in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but she was in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And yeah. She played the uh, mom. So she's in it. So that's another one. Uh, to see and um, yeah, one of her sons is a gangster and the other one's an oblivious idiot. <laughs> and it's supposed to be a comedy. And okay, that you know, gives me a little more in. Like I don't think I would want. I wasn't that interested with the comedy aspect. I'm in. That yeah. would be so fun. And then um, if you haven't, if you have Apple, the uh, series called Slow Horses, starting Gary Oldman. And Kristen Scott Thomas is absolutely fantastic. If you like your espionage, it's about MI5, and it's about the group of agents who've done something dumb in their career, and they've been moved to what they call Slough House, and the other MI5 agents call Slow Horses. Okay. And there's been... They just do six-episode arcs, and there have been um, three... Arc. So there's 12 episodes total to drop in the third uh, finale just was uh, last week and so good. This is at Apple TV, right? Apple TV, Slow Horses. And they re- just, re- I was it's getting gonna, the winner. They renew. probably already filmed. I think they filmed 12 episodes and they divided into six. Yeah. And uh, there is going to be a fifth season. It's based on a series of books. So yeah. Potentially, this could go on for a while, like a Reacher, Bosch, something like that. But yeah, I saw that. Good news. Uh, Gary Oldman as Jackson Lamb is just terrific. It's uh, just a very thrilling cast. Mick Heron is the author, and Mick Jagger sings the, you know, the opening song and closing. Song. All right, yeah. I'm, and Apple TV is one of those ones I wait until like there's a bunch. There's a bunch, and we have surpassed that point mm-hmm. because. The um, King Kong, or the, um, oh my God, the one that is about the attack, the Godzilla attack. Oh, Monarch. I want to see Monarch. I still haven't seen the last season of Morning Show, and now this. Like, there's enough where I have to go, it's time. It is time. And you you also have Severance, and For All Mankind is another good one. Yeah, Apple TV has a lot to choose from. You can definitely get a couple months, I think, of subscription and fill that bad boy up. And this is just a little one, just a little nugget for people who are fans of Yellowstone. And if you watched um, Yellowstone this year when they replayed it on CBS on Sunday night, um, like I did. Because, I mean, the first time I watched Yellowstone, the first season, it was 2018. So it's like watching oh my God. the show again. But one of the most poignant episodes uh, in that first season is one, it's an episode... Um, uh, called what was it? Oh, Sins of the Father, and it was um, 
in the finale episode and John Dutton played by, you know, Kevin Costner goes with his father on one last horse ride and they sit on this lookout looking out over their valley and it's just really moving. You cannot not cry because the father's like 91 and yeah. he's knows that, you know, he's coming to the end. It's just really sweet. But that 91 year old is Dabney Coleman. Wow. Really? Yeah. Gosh. And Taylor Sheridan said he cast him in it because when he was in a movie way back when called The Guardian, Dabney was in it and he was so nice to him. But I mean, you know, Dabney is, you know, he's 91 and we haven't seen him on a show for a while, but it is just like so, so. Recently turned 92, actually. Yeah. 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 So he's. Yeah, I anyway, mean, got a yeah. good stash on him. That's a fun fact. Oh. I know. I was just like, I got to do that. All right, now we have got to take a break because the golden wedding happened last night. It was epic. We finally got a two-hour golden episode. Right. We what we've deserved. It this was whole live time. TV, and uh-huh. it was live TV. Everything about it was chef's kiss. Uh huh. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, this is Lori here for Ch- the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, and we have the most exciting news. It's beautiful, the Carol King musical. It is opening at the Chan on March 1st, and it is so exciting because, first of all, the Chan is producing it, and it's the third time that the Chan has done a regional premiere of a Broadway touring production. I saw beautiful, the Carol King musical a couple years ago at when it was in town from Broadway. And it is so incredible. You will know all the music. It's such an incredible story. It's an incredible story about Carol King that I didn't know. And I, this is very cool. They're bringing in the woman who played Carol on the Broadway tour, Monet Sable. And she is a heavy hitter and amazing. And you know the songs. You are going to want to get tickets. For this because this has been going to be a great show. Go to ChanhassenDT.com for tickets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wedding bells, although last night on the Golden Wedding, I believe they finally, when they got around to it, it was Ave Maria. Yeah. Yes, but the Golden Wedding, it happened last night, two hours on ABC. It was live. It was True Love brought to you by Amazon. Yeah. It was brought to you by Amazon. I wrote that three times down. We are in an Amazon commercial. Uh Uh-huh. When are they going to understand that they don't have to verbalize it. We see the packaging. That's enough. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like amateur hour when it comes to like verbalizing that they go, yes, I got this off your Amazon. Well, it's probably in the contract 
that they say Amazon 10 times or seven times that the name is mentioned. It was almost so jarring those moments. Oh, I know. Because it was like so set up where they even asked people to leave so that they could get the clear read on it. They could. And and La Quinta Resort and Club in Palm Springs is not your average La Quinta Inn. This is very fancy. Okay. And Jesse Palmer, who has grown on me so much this season because he... Loved these ladies, and he felt like he was the most genuine. He yeah. he felt wooden to me before, after he first took over. Absolutely. He was one of those people where I was like, I don't really see the appeal, but I'm also fine with it because I really didn't care. I don't really care who the host is as long as they don't get in the way. Yeah. And last night, I thought he was, dare I say, likable? Dare I say? And he starts out, my wife is in labor this is live TV. If if we come back from a commercial break, it's because I've had to go. What can I say? It's live TV. Emily, I love you. I mean, the girls I was watching with, it was evenly divided. Yeah. Because it's their first child about how dare he. Right. To, um, well, this is just going to be an exciting part of the baby birth story. Absolutely. You know what? At least most times, first babies, it takes a while. It does. So I have a feeling she was didn't even have contractions yet, the way okay. they were phrasing it. So okay. I'm sure it was fine. But it did add an element where I, I think maybe that was part of the likability. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot you're not a robot. Yeah, yeah. And then um, for uh, whatever, you know, then we see the golden ladies. You know, yeah. we see Pickleball Ellen, and she says, I'm wearing the earrings Gary gave me. Well, I mean, the producers gave her. Yeah. And then um, Natasha, who was kind of the shorter gal, she had a velvet gown on. She ended up giving a motivational speech to yeah. all of America. Felt, she was very funny. She was funny. Her her speech felt a little unhinged, a little ins- a little insane. I Bring asked- love into your lives. Don't watch your children. It was very, you know, kind of Bill Murray-esque. It felt like, <laughs> I was like, I could just feel myself being like, I could see them cutting the mic at any moment. Like, where is this going? Because I didn't I did not know where it was going. But make no mistake. Last night, the producers chose Kathy, the one who famously told Teresa to zip it because she did so much humble bragging about the connection she had with Carrie. She also she and Susan Knowles are doppelgangers. For Caitlyn Jenner and Kris Jenner, they absolutely. really are. And Kathy has had a glow up, but she was absolutely unhinged. She and Charity Lawson, who's the most recent Bachelorette we saw in Dancing with the Stars, they were in charge of the golden carpet mm-hmm. interviews. And for every one word Charity got, Kathy got 25. She... Somebody said on Twitter, she's the Joan Rivers of The Bachelor. And, like, she was so abrasive. Oh! And I loved it. I, I would do. I kept going. At first, I was like, Kathy, I wrote Amateur Hour because she wasn't really asking questions. And then I realized, I don't even care about the answers. I would rather listen to Kathy anyways. He, it was a stream of consciousness, like a fire hose, because it was all just bubbling out. And it was so funny. And Charity, you could see... Getting more annoyed Absolutely. by the minute, uh, over especially because Kathy then was hitting on Charity's fiance, fiance Dodum, who's yeah. like seven feet tall, and the camera had to keep well, going Kathy back. had a shtick, and that shtick was, I don't want to die alone, and I'm going to verbalize it 40 times. 
And at first I was like, okay, but I actually thought it was funny. It was funny. I would rather have that than any of their generic answers, any of the, like, Charity Charity was really, like, relying on, we're going to have interviews, it's going to be fluffy, and Kathy's like a bulldozer through all that. Kathy was clearly better at it. And then Kathy's golden uh, correspondent moment happened without Charity, and that was when Leslie Fema who, you know, was thought she was going to marry Gary. And she said, I'll quote, So we all know that you did not get the man of your dreams. You had your heart broken on national TV, and now you've had a health scare. And I I thought, oh, it's bad enough you have a bowel obstruction, and then it's brought up on TV, and then she brings it up, but... But Leslie, Kathy is the human envision of a bowel obstruction. obstruction. (laughs) And Leslie, she just kept her good face on. And you could tell that she had practice. Probably a PR person at ABC coached her because I'm convinced she is the golden bachelorette. There is no reason she would have shown up. She oh, doesn't seem especially thousand, tight with the other ladies. No, no and she this is they got her in early. Got her this. in early. She gave a very pat answer. She, I support I'm, love. That's yes, what she kept saying. Yes. It was short and sweet. I, you know, I support love. And they never showed her again. Not until a key moment in the wedding. What? I didn't see it. Leslie. You did not see I the I missed key. it. All right, well, let's get to it. We're going to continue being on the gold carpet. Hang okay, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I can't believe it. Were you texting at the same time? No, I literally watched it. Oh, I, I had was skipping the, around. A very shady boots moment by the <gasps> producers. And then, okay, so then getting back to Kathy. Then Kathy came in hot. Faith, who was the third place woman who Gary kissed in front of her family, French kissed and told her he loved her and would never hurt her. Kathy says to her, you told Jerry you would not move and leave your dead horse buried in your backyard. Do you regret that? Would you move now? That hit her the wrong way, too. Did you? Her response was like, well, I didn't say that. It was like. She did say that. She absolutely said that. Yeah. And then she, the other, this other lady, Katie Bigger, who's allergic to cats, she told her, I'm going to get you a whole parcel of kittens when you get she married. She casually threatened her. She casually threatened her. I loved that. Um yeah, that was a a, a very iconic. And then moment. she called over some showrunner and said, "We all need drinks. We all need drinks." And then she toasted all the single ladies. And Charity is like, "Ah, oh, well, I'm not single." Yeah, exactly. She just kind of sat there rolling her eyes. Can we also talk about the awkward Christmas they had? How the the, the pre tape the pre tape Christmas was insane. That many people sitting around on the couch quietly made me feel anxious. Mm-hmm. I also had to laugh during the, one of the Amazon commercials that they were putting on when they said, we should get a milkshake maker. Oh, yeah. And I was like, do they mean a blender? Is that is that code for... And also, do neither of them have a blender? Like, don't they have everything yet? They're yeah, 70. Yeah, they have everything. There's no crap they need. The, 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 really, I don't know what it on. was. They the, don't need any more crystal glass, but Amazon was presenting the wedding. I know, but I had died laughing when they said milkshake maker. I was like, do they've never they ever heard of the word blender? Because that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, listen, when we come back, um, we're going to get into the uh, oh, ceremony because the show had a lot of filler, a and, lot of pre-tape. And we need to talk about the bachelorette party. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> Boudoir, <laughs> Chippendales. Yes. So much to get to. We'll be right back. 
Hey everybody, Laura here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And it did strike me last night that a lot of the glow up from our golden uh, uh, bachelorette ladies, they are getting hydrofacials, they are maybe doing some Botox. I think maybe we've had, maybe people have had, you know, uh, an eyelid surgery, maybe they've had a facelift, something like that. But you know what, if there's something that... You just don't feel like you look as young as you feel inside. You can go and see one of three great doc- doctors at Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Singh, Dr. Tholen. And ha- the consultation is at no charge. And not everyone does that, but they, those surgeons and their board-certified plastic surgeons, they know that people need to sometimes talk to somebody a couple times because you've got a lot of thoughts and worries and that's what they're there for um minneapolis plastic surgery tell them the girls sent you hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are talking golden wedding recap. We are just absolutely delighted. My group, we made so much noise. I can't even imagine. But I will say at the for the bottom line of it all, the these two seem very happy together, very suited to one another. I, I don't have any doubt they're gonna stay together. Listen, I, I think we've all said versions of this mm-hmm. is yes, I I think they are perfect for each other. And I also don't want to sit next to them ever. Yeah, I know. That's the kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> they're fine. Well, they're my- in love and they're meant for each other. Right. And they're perfectly suited. Okay, so let's get to the next pre-tape segment, which was that the um, Teresa, Gary's daughter, her daughter, and of course, uh, Susan Knowles, who uh, was the officiant, and Kathy Zippet all went to Badgley Mishka looked like it was on Rodeo Drive. I was appalled that brides have to dress upstairs and go down a slippery oh. staircase to show their friends and family what they're wearing. That Bad must, layout. That must be for the show. I don't think so. Because that's where that's, the dressing rooms were. That's actually unhinged and insane. It's unhinged. And is almost assault. I thought the first dress she tried on was the dress. Me too. But she didn't get that dress. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. She asked Kathy to zip it, you know, the dress. And then the next thing we got to, back to the golden carpet. And this couple, I'm like, wow, who's this guy in the cowboy hat and the feathered earrings and this pretty blonde? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they were just on Bachelor in Paradise. They were both on a Bachelor and Bachelorette. 
It was the dumbest conversation. Brayden and Christina. And he ended up proposing to her the number one tacky thing you don't ever do to somebody at the uh, wedding is wear white or upstage them. It, like, luckily for Gary, uh, is is that... Their engagement was so cringe. Painful. It was so oh, painful. When they when they go, I he acted like Tenacious D is some deep well, cut band. He, yeah, he told this long story long. about he knew Christina was the one when she got a, understood as Tenacious uh, D reference. D reference, and I and I looked at my friend Abra and I said, Tenacious D is a quicksand of marital strength. Okay, this is this is not anything. Strong life is too long for your strength of commonality it to be was, that. And there's, I just, and then she is moving to Tennessee to be live with her. I was like, I just, I it kept, was painful. It was so painful. And when they got, you know, when they got down on the knee and asked married, I go, I don't want to be here right now. I would, I would burst out laughing at a man in a cowboy hat with his feathered earrings. Yeah, who's that pretty and dressed to match my dress. Jesse Palmer, obviously the producers were in his ear because when they came back from commercial break, Jesse hastily confirmed Braden got Teresa and Gary's permission uh, just that day to pop the question. The Hollywood speak, he asked the producer and they're like, yeah, fine, we need to fill five more minutes. And <laughs> and then Neil Lane got his appearance. And yeah. then another great pre-tape segment is Teresa invites Susan, Sandra, Ellen and Faith to her bachelorette party, and she says, we're all doing a boudoir photo session. I was quite frankly impressed, because I would never go to somebody's bachelorette party and say, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to pose in, you know. Never. never. And especially add the element of TV, TV? to it. And the, I'm sorry, there is a, like an amount of prep that goes into my body. Those that, ladies were game for it. They were like, okay. okay. And I thought to myself, First up, I had two thoughts going through my head. First, I would never, could never, should never, don't ever surprise me with a boudoir photo. photo I couldn't be more uncomfortable. Also, they need to reach out to Real Housewives, the Bachelor franchise, because they do this thing where the Real Housewives do these things when they have these mon- like these big events where they invite some of their real friends as well. Oh yeah, to make it seem less unhinged that yeah. they just have these four best friends they met a month ago. I don't know. Maybe they're going to have golden bachelor in paradise. We can only hope. Oh my these god! These ladies would be good. And the and the pictures really. The women all look great, Amazing. except for poor uptight pickleball Ellen, Ellen yeah. who is in a negligee and uh, ankle strap gold sandals, which I've never seen anyone pose on a bed. She was sandals. She was wearing something I would honestly wear to work. It was yeah. full coverage. Full. It was fine. And then and Sandra was very funny because she was caressing the wood and imagining Denzel's D, yeah, which and they bleeped out. They mentioned quite a bit. Quite she a bit. has the softest voice and says the naughtiest, naughtiest thing. things. Then they're all sitting down and all of a sudden lights come on and five Chippendale dancers come in. And the ladies went crazy. It was a very funny segment. They were drumming buns and drumming abs, and all of them were 
quite delighted at all the taut skin that was around them. I would have to say it was easily the most appropriate I've ever seen strippers in my life. Uh-huh. A lot of like TikTok dances around people. Yes. There was not very much friction and I get not, it. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. I get it. I did like though that Sander brought one of the Chippendale dancers without a shirt as her date to the wedding. Uh, I'm telling you, Sandra is my MVP. I know, but I did not like it when she used the term uh Escort. I thought oh. that was a slip of the tongue. Maybe, maybe. It doesn't sound great when you say this paid man is your escort. Then at long last, it's time for the main event. And the most clumsily timed commercial break happened before Teresa walked down the aisle. She was in the shot. They didn't even have an Amazon uh, uh, tarp over her <laughs> because we saw everybody yeah. before we went to the commercial. So it spoiled the reveal. Yeah. And uh, actual real life wedding officiant Susan is a pro. She was really great. She was so funny when she pointed out, she said, Gary, when I met you, I said, I knew I was going to marry you. And I mean, that got a big laugh because there she is up there actually marrying And she's him. like, yep, and here we are. I'm and marrying you. Her earpiece fell out and she just calmly put it back she in. She was. She was good. You could tell she's done weddings before. Yes. She knew what to say. Um Teresa's strappy little sleeve broke, so yep. that's not the Badgley Mishka moment they were hoping for. I know, and I saw I get talked to, and at first I thought it was a transitional dress, and then I realized, what is happening? Live TV, baby. Live TV, baby. Live TV. Um, at For two seconds, I thought, okay, I think, uh, I think Susan's talking a little bit too much about herself. She did. But it transitioned well when it she did. went full on about them. Yes. After and I appreciated that, yeah, and she was so good. Her Knowles nuptials business is going to go way, way up. up, and then the vows, you know, were lovely and everything. It was hard to take my eyes off Gary when she was speaking because he's just like on the verge of crying, and his eyes are twitching, and 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 then he had to nervously, you know, check his notes yeah, and yeah. everything. But the shadiest moment okay. came. He, and of course, we did get, you're the woman I can't live without, but then he referenced Costa Rica and when he fell in love and he knew she was the one, the one and only time the Bachelor producers, I'm showing it for the YouTube, and they panned to Leslie and we call that stone cold face. Yeah. You guys, this didn't happen that long ago. No. Like the finale was... What, a month? Six weeks ago. Yeah, like a month and a half ago. So they panned to her. She looked like a million bucks, but you could just see the only reason I'm here is I've signed a contract and I'm going to be the Golden Bachelorette. I'm going to go watch it again. I missed that completely. And so the producers were very messy on that one, but they just did it once. And and then also um, the person, the people who picked out um, the daughters, the bridesmaids' dresses. Should be... Put in fashion jail. I was going to say Alcatraz, if we could still get that up and running. I got the photo of that. They committed four dress sins in one dress. And they had them do speeches between vows, which that doesn't work. That doesn't. It, here's the yeah. picture. It's so bad. It's like, hey, you guys are not 20-year-olds. Wait, and we're going to put you in with uh, chiffon. We're going to also do ruffles. We're going to also do... Pleats. Pleats. It was so and bad. And strapless. Yeah. 
people really i'm having trouble getting that one in focus no worries but it was really i mean especially gary's one daughter with the dark hair who's got some bubbly bubbly boobs the whole way walking down the aisle they were bouncing (laughs) they were rippling (laughs) like a lake <laughs> this is live TV, people. Right, right. And the yeah, no, there was struck- it was an actual offense. Uh, and how dare whoever put them in those dresses? It better not have been Teresa. Is all I'm going to say no, because that is not a good stepmom nice. move no. or well, mother move. But did you notice the orchestra kept playing louder because they were going on too long? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The orchestra kept playing louder to try and get them. Were, to- were they out of tune? The orchestra? Yeah. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. And then, um, and then, yeah, when he just, when he brought up Costa Rica and the vow and cut to Leslie, Twitter sat up on its little hind legs and were was typing r- furiously. And I was so avoiding anything spoiler alert. I haven't even looked. I cannot wait for the memes. I cannot wait oh, for the so break. Because, you know, I watched a good portion of it the next day, too. But uh, there's something we have to step back at. At one point, Somebody said, we know when they're doing the boudoir photos, they said, Gary is going to explode when he sees this photo. I could not stop laughing. Yeah, I, I am not mature enough for that. For that crazy. Well, there's another little unfortunate mid-vow reaction shot featuring the overly bronzed Trista and yeah. Ryan, our very first bachelorette couple to get married on TV. She had so much bronzer on. Right after Gary promises to make Teresa the happiest woman on earth, Ryan mouth to Teresa. Not gonna happen. And you could clearly see those of us who are lip readers yeah. and can pause and rewind. He's like, not gonna happen. And and then they fumbled to get the rings. Untied. I don't know why anyone ties rings on fussy bows. Note to future brides. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And Susan then asked them to imagine their life together in 10 years. And Teresa mouths dead. (laughs) And I died. I love her forever for that. That was so good. So good. So good. And then we got at the reception 13 seconds of Ben Higgins and Leslie and Gary trying to... Gary wasn't there yet. Um, Leslie was there, and some of the other, they were dancing to um, Little Boo Thing. Yeah, they which cut, obviously they only bought like two songs, two songs. right? Because they had Little Boo Thing and, and they, Don't Stop Believing, but they played Little Boo Thing twice. Twice, and I'm like, no, that's- yeah, because Gary and Teresa walked down to that, and Teresa threw the bouquet, and it was ripped apart like by three different people. It was like a, a multi-woman pile-up. It was Three piranhas. People. Yeah, it was piranha mode. And then Gary's trying to give a brief farewell speech, but I'm so sick of hearing him say the same thing. I know. The wedding band plays him off after he says, my advice is don't stop believing. The wedding band kicks off with don't stop believing. The hammy lead singer steals the show yeah. off the stage, and he shouts, Gary, catch me. And if he reminds you of the wedding singer from old school, yeah. That's because he, he is. is. Yeah, I noticed that too. I died. He's the one who uh, changed the lyrics. Yes. When he would add, you know. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So that was that was it. Well, listen, we got to go because we want to just get some phone calls from yes. people on their reaction. 651-641. If you have any thoughts of the Golden Wedding Recap, True Love, brought to you by Amazon, we'd love to hear from you. Love.
Well, obviously, people are so riveted by our conversation. The calls are slow to come in, but I do want to thank Tara. She pointed this out. My mom pointed this out. She said, did y'all notice how absent Teresa's son has been during the Golden Bachelor? Yeah. He wasn't at the I kind of Christmas forget he had, she had one. Other than walking her down the aisle, yeah. we've not heard from the guy. Maybe he doesn't think that much of Gary. Yeah, that could be true. I mean, Ari could be one of those people that like, and I know this would be rare. Shy. Doesn't want to be on TV that much. Maybe. Um, we got a message from Charlie uh, via Julia. He sent this to Julia. It said, of all the set designers and fashion people on the show, could no one button Jerry's jacket for the wedding? Oh. And that really irked him that his jacket was open the whole time. Yeah. Well, the other thing um, that uh, that did crack me up is that when they did the pause for the taking the vows, you know, Gary was up the aisle and they waited for Teresa and we saw her and then, and then you know, it was brought to us by Shingles. Yeah. Shingrix. Get your commercial. You and know? you should get your shingle shots, but I was like, That's... there were a lot of age-related ads, and, and ABC collected a ton of ad revenue. Uh, I mean, Golden Bachelor saved that franchise. And we have Martha on line two uh, to tell us okay, about, good. she watched it. Martha, Martha, Martha. Give Hi, us you. Honey. Hi. Happy New Year. Same to you. I was so thinking about you and Julia last night. I said, oh, my God. Who was that couple, the guy that he, 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 he proposed to yes, her with the I guy know. with the earring? Yes, that's, that's Brayden. Uh, Brayden, and he was on a bachelorette season, and she was on a bachelor season, and they just got together in the latest iteration of Bachelor in Paradise. That was just stupid it was. I know, and it it's one of those so things. Stupid. And then they said they have earrings together. They have I mean, it was so stupid. They must have had five minutes that they were panicked about Philly. <laughs> I do think this is a good time to mention, like, watch out. If you name your kid Brayden, they might end up like this. We have to be- <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, that's all I have, but thank Martha. you. Martha. For- <laughs> good thank to, you. Good to hear from you. Well, I guess a handful, like Entertainment Tonight, Entertainment Weekly, and a couple other outlets were invited to this by ABC. Mm-hmm. I took the one from Kristen Baldwin, who is the TV critic for Entertainment Weekly. And here's a couple things. She said there were four signature cocktails, an old-fashioned called the Final Rose, a spicy margarita called Birthday Suit, and a drink called One Headlight with Prosecco, elderflower, lemon juice, and pomegranate. That is a recipe for a hangover. And then some other vodka drink. And then I guess at the wedding, everybody had an assigned seat. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense for the cameras. For the cameras. And no phones were allowed during the ceremony. Love that. And guests who brought their cocktails in had to put them under their seats. Kathy. And they could whisper. And then they got the 10-second call. And after Gary walked down the aisle... You know, he had to then walk back down the aisle. They were timing it. So when he walked up the aisle again, he was said, now it's for real because they had him do a walk to time it. And that's I why see. he was kind of whispering to people uh, when he was waiting for Teresa. All I kept thinking about is if I was at that wedding, I would really want to be 
on the couch. Like the well, chair, the couch looks so comfy. That would be my dream spot. A two hour wedding is everybody's worst nightmare. I know. For the actual wedding to be two hours. We've got another call, okay. Mary. Hey, Mary, did you watch it last night? I did. I watched it. It was just a lot of filler. I just wanted to say, we go to La Quinta all the time. Our kids live in San Diego, which is, if you know anything about Southern California, is cold. And so we go out to La Quinta where we can be warm. And we stay at that resort. It's huge. It's so big, we get lost on the regular. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it looks beautiful. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. They have uh, gorgeous golfing. They have everything from great big villas um, to, you know, uh, regular hotel room with two two beds. Mm-hmm. And every little pod has its own pool. Oh, nice. Yeah, so there'd be two rooms, two rooms, two rooms on each side of the, you know, the pool. Yeah. But it is. It's, a, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. And then I just, <laughs> I, I'm just not a fan of the bride. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Do you think she's just too clingy for you? She's too clingy. I mean, maybe help with the nose. I don't know. I just... (laughs) I I try. I keep looking at her and I'm just like, nope, uh uh-uh. What did you think when they cut away to Leslie Fema when Gary was saying vows and referencing Costa Rica and her beautiful stone-cold face? Yeah, well, I think Leslie is ace. Star. Yeah. I mean, a five star, and uh, she could beat this girl all day long at anything she ever wanted to do. Yeah, I think she's going to be the Golden Bachelorette. What do you think? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's what I'm rooting for. Okay. Yeah, I think she won by um, losing. I don't think this yeah. was, um, I think this was a plus for her. Because even when I watch their oh. marriage, I go, could I imagine Leslie up there with, with him? Gary? No. No. I can't. Well, Sorry. Also, don't you just think she called him out oh, so good. So good. And how shortly after that did he get called out in public for, you know, I she know. nailed it. Yeah. She did. She, she did. did. Mary, oh. you're very right. Very right. Very good. Well, okay. on Love the, your show. Thank I you. Thank you. On the red carpet, some other things we found out. The Golden Bachelor ladies did an interview also with Entertainment Weekly. Leslie Fema said the wildest DM she got somebody wanted to be my sugar daddy, and he itemized everything he would pay for. I've been hit on by way more younger men than men my age. Um, Edith, who's the beautiful blonde who was on the prowl last night, she said, I'm in shock. I have so many men in their 30s. And then um, April, you know, who's kind of the, she said the creepiest one was an old yucky man. And then his wife messaged me and asked me for a threesome. So these ladies are getting some DMs. And um, Joan, the one who had to go home because of her daughter, she said, I um, actually went on a date that came from a DM. So I'm opening up my horizons and I will explore some of those DMs in 2024. And of course, Pickleball Ellen wants nothing to do with DMs. No, she actually went on a date. Uh, and I think she's having fun with her life right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that they're getting the attention they deserve. Mm-hmm. I also think that 
to hear what opening horizons means. If you want to slip into Edith's DMs, Go there's ahead. a chance she might respond. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, the, the vibe of that wedding was like, it reminded me of like a 70s talk show. I could see Caitlin Bristow, yeah. who's always super thirsty. She was in a green gown trying to provocatively eat big stuffed things on sticks. And I, I saw Michelle always Young. Always in the shot. Always yeah. in the shot. Michelle Young was there. And then even Caitlin busted in for the Leslie and Ben Higgins dance. She's yes. like, I'm going to get in on this because I know in. this is going to be on the screen. Right. Uh, does she host then for them? Well, remember she did the double. Remember when they had the two women hosts? She w- would like to be on like entertain uh, one of the entertainment shows, but... Um, She's, she's, there's an annoying factor about her that yeah. um, someone's going to have to work with her on. I, I like her, but I don't think, I think she's Let's not go out for... with the shot of the night. Yeah. Last night at the wedding. Gary, do you take Leslie to be your wife? Here's the mesh. All those shady, messy bachelor producers. Love it. We'll be back.